Hello, ladies, and welcome to Women to Women podcast. I'm your host, Denise Hanks Lawrence, and I'm excited you have decided to join this journey with me. This audio space is created for every woman that is on her journey towards wellness and to becoming this authentic, individual, purposeful woman she was created to be. So again, thank you for listening to Women number two, woman. So if this is your first time listening, please catch up on all our previous episodes. And if you're one of our regular listening audience, we thank you for continuing this journey with us. Your support means a lot to us in success of this program. Thank you. So ladies, we are excited today. I'm excited every day. Every day I'm excited. I don't know why I say that all the time, but I'm really excited even more so today because I have a special guest. Her name is Camille Daly. Now, for those who are not familiar with who Camille Daly is, I'll just give you a quick uh, bio, a little insight on her. It's just that Camille Daly, she's a CEO of international clergy fashion brand called House of Ilona. I made sure I said that right. (laughs) House of Ilona. And she's also an author of Finding Divine Flow. And she comes to us with years, more than 10 years plus or so of being in the fashion business. But what I love, despite everything that you've accomplished and everything that's been said and written about you, Camille, what I find more profound is the fact that it says, you just want your life and your journey to be an inspiration to others. So I'm excited to invite you on the platform on today to share this space. I can't believe it. I feel like a kid in the candy store, like, oh my God, Camille. Ladies, I'm telling you, you are going to be, if you are not familiar with House of Ilona as well as Camille, well, you get a chance today. So Camille, we'll be talking more later on. The meat of our conversation will be on the inevitable, the inevitable effect, right? So, and we'll dissect some of that, the effect that we have on others and the effect others have on us. I know. So ladies, I'm telling you, grab your pen, your paper, or if you have your electronic devices, whatever it is, get ready because we're going to learn a lot today. But before we go into the meat of that, say hello to the audience and just tell us a little bit about Camille. Who is Camille? Hello everyone, Denise, thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute honor to be here on the Woman to Woman podcast. Hello everyone out there um, in podcast land and and YouTube land and everything else. And um, so yeah, I'm here, I'm from the UK in a city called Milton Keynes, just about an hour north of London. Um, And it's just really great to be on here. We have, like like, um, Denise said, I have a clergy brand that I've been running for over 10 years now. Um, and it all started with, um, I went to the London College of Fashion, loved fashion, had my own fashion label and everything. And um, and then I started to do bespoke work for people. And so a friend of mine, she had just got ordained a youth minister. And every first Sunday they had communion, she had to wear her collar. And her words, not mine. She said, Camille, I'm not wearing that ugly shirt. You need to make me something, just like a dress or something. I just need something, but I'm not wearing the shirt and I have to wear a collar. So I just made her a little knee length, black dress, short sleeves. Um, I didn't even have a proper collar. Um, just let you in on something here, Denise. I just put a white square of fabric here just just to represent the color um and um and she wore this dress and everyone was going crazy about this dress i was like this dress seriously like it's just such a simple little black dress so i thought okay let me just put up my website and see if anyone else might be interested in this little clergy Mm -hmm. dress i ran some facebook ads and i had to take the facebook ads down because i couldn't sew these little black dresses quick enough 
10 years ago and I shut everything else down and I just focused on these clergy dresses and it's been 10 years and I absolutely love it. Oh, wow. And I'm telling you, I love them, especially the bell sleeves. The bell sleeves yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I myself, you know, being in ministries myself, I remember for years, um, when we first started, most of our ministers in our church, in my local church in um, Bridgeport, Connecticut, we, the women, we didn't have that. We just, that just looks like, it's just, what is that? It's like, come on, they're female ministers too. They're female reverence and evangelists. And we want to go up there and have this. And I didn't really like the shirt either because most of the shirts were built for with a guy in mind. It wasn't really built for us. And it just felt like, oh, and then I didn't really want to, but I didn't want to wear the regular stuff. I wanted to look different. <laughs> Because that's what I found. I found that most women, like my, my friends who were clergy, and they looked amazing in what they wear. And suddenly they put on a collar and it's like, where did you go? You yeah. Know? So I yeah. just love that I can bring that elegance and beauty. Still modest and tasteful, but just got a little, little something-something to it. <laughs> so um, I just love that I can do that for my sisters. What is your favorite? What is the most, what is the popular um, piece that you, um, that you have? Well, fun story. So um, I started off, like I said, with a knee length dress and um, people were like, we love it, we love it, love it, but just need something a bit longer. So, so then I did the straight three quarter length dress. And okay. again, they loved it. And especially the Americans, because it's very quite European in, mm -hmm. the, in the tailoring and the cut of the dress. And they were like, we like the A-line, but we like the length of the, of the three quarter length. So it was like middle of summer and I had designed a T-length dress. So it combined both popular styles into this T-length style. It's kind of A-line, kind of had some length to it. And um, it was like the middle of summer, everyone's on holiday and these dresses came in. And so I just like took a quick picture, no official photo shoot, quick picture. And I just <laughs> sent it to my email list and I was like, look, just hush, hush, look what's just come in. It's the T-length dress, I'm really excited. We'll tell you more about it soon. By the time I came back from the weekend, they were sold out. People came back from holiday like, where did the dresses go? And really? to this day, that is our best-selling dress, the T-length dress. It's just, it's forgiving, it's easy to wear, it's it's cute, it's elegant, it covers up in the right places, it lets in, lets out, all in the right places. So, yeah, people love that dress. Wow, so let me ask you a question. So, it's really for women, right? Or are the guys getting jealous and want pieces? Of guys have been, been art skin. Camille, can you do something with our shirts, please? <laughs> So one day, one day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook up the men and do something. But right now, yeah. I gotta focus on my sisters. Cause... Come on, that's what I'm talking about. Woman to woman, right? Right, right. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's amazing. So tell me something. I noticed in the back, you have a magazine as well. We do. So for years, um, you know, I'd pick up the phone. I would always be speaking to women who are about to be ordained, and mm -hmm. you know, I'd once I knew they were being ordained it was just so special and I always wanted to do something so I would write a little card to say congratulations on your ordination and and it just didn't feel like enough I wanted to do more so um I I was like okay I'm gonna go and ask my clients what do you wish you knew when you was getting ordained wow. and so I finally did this assignment and I went out and I went and asked my client base loads of feedback loads of um comments and 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 like long kind of article type things so then I started to put this little booklet together a bit like my magazine just a small little booklet so I started to put it together and then I woke up one Saturday morning and I felt God saying to me this is not a booklet this is a magazine 
Wow. And it's an A4 full color magazine and take this from your Facebook page from there and take, use this and you, and it was just like this whole strategy. Just wow. Came. And before I knew it, it went from a little booklet and it was a 64 page full color magazine. And we've done them quarterly. We're on our fourth issue and we're about to do our one year anniversary issue. It was like a year ago that happened. Wow. Congratulations. It's the last one was nearly a hundred pages. They're beautiful. They're full color. The women are just like, this is the most beautiful magazine I've ever seen. And it's for me. Like this yeah. is, this is my magazine. And just the last one, the, the last issue, the summer issue, a lady said, this magazine feels like a love letter from God to me telling me to take care of myself. Beautiful. Wow. So I love, I love doing the magazine. It's just wow. our mission for the business is helping you look good on the outside is our business, but helping you feel good on the inside. That's our heart. We take care of everything else. We take care of everyone else. And so outward, you know, even if you have like in social setting, some of what we do, it sounds good, right? In a social setting. Oh no, I didn't do that because I've been busy taking care of the kids, busy mm. taking care of the husband. Busy. And then you're like, but have you taken care of yourself? Yeah. Because if you're not well, how can you give to somebody else? Absolutely. And, so and have a book like that, it's awesome. All the issues, like the first issue was about the call into ministry. The next one was about the teams and the people around you. And the next one was about navigating new seasons. And then we were just like, okay, but this fourth issue, this summer issue is mm -hmm. all about the woman. It's all about you. It's all about self-care summer. And what do you do to look after you? Wow. And I was reading it, editing, proofreading and going through the article. I was fully convicted. Like I, after this, I need to go have a bath and, and get some sleep and read a book because <laughs> I was fully convicted. Like, <laughs> but it was so good and so needed. So yeah. Needed. Yeah. That's good. Thank you for all that you do for women. Oh my goodness. So now if with regards to the, ma the, the magazine ordained, that is like, is it a monthly subscription? I mean, a quarterly subscription? It's a quarterly. So people can um, do a monthly subscription, but we send them out every quarter. Okay, good, good. So tell us about Camille the author. So many facets of Camille right here. <laughs> but let's talk about Camille the author. So the author has been in there a long time. The author has been trying to come out for many years. The author has written a chapter one 17 times. The author has been trying to come, but just hasn't quite found that release. And, um, and it was last year, actually, I went on a retreat with um, who we affectionately known as the business bishop. He's Bishop Wayne Malcolm over here in the, in the UK. Oh, I know him quite well. Oh, good, good, good. Sorry, Part of the ICANN right. community. That's right, that's right. So so he had this retreat for coaches and it was so funny because at the time I was grieving my uh, uncle had passed away and then my aunt passed away really yeah. really tough time and I was lined up to go to this event to take the clergy clothing and show it as I do and it clashed with Bishop's retreat but I really felt like I needed to be at this retreat and I was like oh I was I was really like you know, struggling with what to do. And I was just like, I really feel like this is my season in terms of coaching and writing a book and, you know, all these things that he was talking right. about. I felt like I needed to do that. So I turned down this event where I was meant to be showcasing the clothing and I went to this retreat and, and I went there and I just, the first session was, he just blew our minds and I felt fully overwhelmed. Like, 
I don't, I don't, I feel so out of place. Like, I don't think I should be here. And, um, and so people are really encouraging me. But by the end of that retreat, I had mapped out my whole book. I knew who it was for. I knew what I needed to write. I'd never been able to get past the chapter one. And now I had 10 chapters lined up and I left that retreat and I just was writing and writing and it was just flowing out of me like never before um i would be up at four in the morning and i'm writing and writing and writing and then i get my girls sorted out off to school and i'm writing 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 for hours and i was in this writing bubble for about three weeks and then i just kind of came out of this like oh okay i'm back now and i called up the bishop i was like bishop I i've written a book and it's like twenty thousand words and he's like well done get to thirty-five thousand. excuse me sir <laughs> no 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 you know no, you don't understand I, i'm done like i i got past chapter one and, yeah, yeah. And, I left. and i did i got up to about thirty-five, thirty-six thousand words and then i realized that that actually had marked 10 years of being in business um oh wow, really and, yeah and, and even writing i remember reading a book about you know people mastering things after doing it for like ten thousand hours mm -hmm. and i was like I feel like I've got to that point. Like when I started to add up, you know, the hours that I've put in, I, I felt like I was at that point. So this book is all about seeking, finding and flowing in purpose, my oh. entrepreneurial journey and how I've done business, but it's different from other business books. Cause I talk about how I do business with God and about how I bring prayer in and how I I'm listening to the message on Sunday, but I'm like, that's my marketing strategy for Tuesday. And just how those two worlds, which seem so separate, that's what I do at church. And then this is what I do on Monday. They just came together. And I really go into just how I do that and how I pray through certain things and overcome certain business hurdles in business, but with God. That's the key thing right there, because we're really not separate, really, in a sense. Because if, if our identity is in him and he is in us, and if we're here to fulfill his purpose... Yeah. right and then his purpose is doing what he's given the gift and the talents and the abilities and then he's now provided the resources the strategies the creative ideas the innovative ideas you know to think outside of the box forget the box we're no longer right. in a box right yeah. <laughs> we're no longer in a box but it all comes back to the fact that it's part of who we are because mm -hmm. we're his so how can you even approach a business without putting him in it right Right, you're going to be having finding divine. Where would divine come from? Has to be or, ordained by God. Ordained. All, everything, it's, it's associated. House of clergy. House of, yeah. it, listen, it, at the end of the day, it still goes back to him. So, you know, that's something good to know that when you're in the business and you say, I represent Christ, you're not afraid to incorporate everything surrounded, built on that foundation. Absolutely. That is amazing. So have you had any challenges over the years? Where, where do you want to start like <laughs> i don't think we have like five weeks to do this this interview but you can begin somewhere i mean like you know somewhere so many, <laughs> so many challenges from seeing my products on other websites my own photos and products taken and putting on other websites to you know staff members coming and leaving and then creating their own email addresses to still do oh just so many challenges but i remember one in particular where um i had been going for a few years and things are going really well 
and then there was a company who uh, I, think, I believe they were a British company and they were just getting started and I know the importance of like market research and really finding out what your clients want and they had just done this huge drive sending out loads of free clergy dresses and getting loads of feedback and you know they were about to launch and some of the things are quite similar to mine and it was brilliant it was brilliant and i remember i i sat upstairs on my um ottoman and and i was like wow camille well done you've had a good run this has been good um this is the wrap up this that's it now they these people are coming in and taking over and i just had this moment and i just felt so down and just like oh just like just something being taken away from me like this is the end of something and in that moment, it felt like I was there for hours. It was probably a couple minutes, but you know, the drama. Um, right. And in that moment, I remembered a story that Oprah told about when she first started and she had her TV show and, um, and then suddenly all these other shows started popping up everywhere. This one had a show, that one had a show. Suddenly everyone had a daytime TV show. Right. And she was like, well, maybe that's it. Maybe I've had my run. And then she was like, you know what? Let me just focus on what I do right put my head down and focus on what i do and then by the time she lifted up her head that one had gone that one had gone that one had diversified that and i just that came back to me and i was like camille just put your head down and focus on what you're doing and then by the time i put my head up i don't know where that business was gone and that one has diversified into something else and you know in that time that's when i had to draw on those good testimonials and those people that are like come on don't matter who comes we're we're, we're with you because we love your stuff and we and you just have to draw on all of those things and that was just that has been my word in business focus knowing your why is going to be what is going to push you to keep going because then you're focused you focus on that despite everything that was going on around you you had that drive that determination to keep pushing to keep thriving no matter what's coming no matter the obstacles that is encouraging i think sometimes we go through life and um you know like you said this one's popping up here and that one's popping up there and in life itself like even now in this covid season where everyone is on social media right mm -hmm. everyone has an instagram everyone has the tiktok and all the other ones i don't want to name it because i'll just make a fool of myself <laughs> because i'm so not so not in that world like i don't really i'm learning as i'm going yeah. here right sure. but you find that well i've seen it where it's the sense of this imposter syndrome this imposter has raised up so we're now comparing right so this sense of comparison it's just amplified i mean it was there before but now it's amplified because we're looking at someone else and we're like okay she's doing that she's doing that so let me go do this and we're not identifying with who we are and the gift that we have so we're impersonating we're copycatting we're plagiarizing we're doing what this one is doing so you know, oh, so she did a dress like that for clergy? Okay, so maybe I can do that. And I mean, for me, the Bible says, yes, look at things that are good, right? And lovely and meditate on these things, right? We know that. And, you know, if we're going to look at something and say, okay, I desire that, desire good things. Mm -hmm. like, can we just desire to be ourselves? Yeah. Can we just desire to be ourselves, just yeah. our authentic self and, and to understand what I have is important. Yeah. Who I am is important. And what I have to share is also important. It's valuable. Mm. And what it, I've been through is important. Because yeah. that adds up to 
all that I am. And that's what gives me a unique story, a unique experience, a unique testimony. Because of what you've been through. Mm. Don't start nothing, because that ain't even what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying. Oh my goodness, Camille, this is amazing. <laughs> so let's let's jump right into the topic of um, you know, let's just dissect the whole concept of effect. So we're not talking about the A, we're not talking about effect, but we're talking about the effect. So when you talk about how you know the effect others have on you. And there's also another aspect where the effect you have on others, Mm -hmm. right? And you tie that all into, um, there's something that you you talk about that I want, I can't wait till we get to that part about when the dream, right? The vision, the whole thing is so big and it's so loud that others around you, they don't get it. Introduce that to us, this whole concept of the inevitable effect. What, What is that about? So this is chapter five of my book, Finding Divine Flow, which I just entitled the whole chapter, The Inevitable Effect, because there is an effect that we have on others. And it's from people who stand with you and those who can't stand you. You might want to take your time and say that again. People who stand with you, those who support you, right? Mm -hmm. And those who cannot stand you, those who, Mm. is that to say that they don't like you? Yeah, along those lines, uh huh. <laughs> okay, okay. I just want to make sure. And and the same thing that the same thing that someone can love you for is the same thing someone else could hate you for. Mm. And and that's tough. And from the perspective of the person, that's hard. Like this one person loves me for this, mm. celebrates me, praises me pays me wants me to do this thing whereas another person a friend a family member can't stand me because Because of this same thing thing. and sometimes it's an inevitable effect and the two people in the bible that i love to draw from is joseph and esther and they are the main characters that i talk about in this inevitable effect because for both of them for joseph it was the favor and for esther it was her beauty These aren't things that they chose. These aren't things that they wanted to do. It's just who they were. It's just the favor was just on Joseph's life. And I love what an apostle said the other day. He said, um, Joseph, when he was younger, you know, dreaming was just part of their family and just how they communicated back then. They understood dreams. Joseph dreamt, but he didn't understand dreams and he couldn't interpret his dream. But his brothers and his father were so good at interpreting dreams that as soon as Joseph said the dream, they Mm -hmm. immediately interpreted the dream and reacted to their own interpretation of the dream. Exactly. Exactly. And Joseph's like, I I just woke up rubbing his eyes and telling (laughs) what he heard. He's like, why y'all mad at me? Why are you hating me? I've just told you my, but they interpreted and they reacted to the interpretation Interpretation. and hated him. The next verse down says hated him more and then hated him even the more. And it was nothing that he did. It was an effect that he had an effect that his dream had on his brothers Mm. Esther beautiful 
she might have been really smart, but no, she was beautiful. <laughs> she might have been really good at don't matter. She's beautiful. That's all yeah. people saw. Imagine yeah. her as a little girl, as a teenager. That's all people saw. Beauty. That was it. Yes. That's mm -hmm. all we. Re that was it. Beauty. But she had courage. She had other things. But beauty was all. And so again, it makes me feel. She probably had some really good friends, but I bet she had some haters. Of course. I mean, she was so beautiful that she was chosen to be queen. Yes, yes, yes. She would have had some haters and maybe her and her girlfriends had plans growing up that, okay, so one day we're going to do this and one day we're going to... And then suddenly you're now in the palace mm. living your best life because that's how it looks from outside the gates. We don't yeah. know what's really going down, but we're hating you because of what we think is going on behind the palace gates even though you've been torn out of our circle you've been torn out of our culture and now you're in this harem of women not girlfriends not friends not people are like oh Esther, no 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 they're they're trying to do all sorts of things to you because they are scrapping and fighting for this one position yeah and i even think about the 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 you know the treatment that she had and you know a spa weekend ladies we love a spa weekend like come on <laughs> come on even a week take me to jamaica like let's do it a month, i'm getting bored a year that's intense that's intense it is that's intense and she just went through so much and you know i just i just i just kind of put myself in her shoes as i was walking through her story and just how she would have been viewed and i think about the esters and i think about the josephs and you know what if that's you what if you're the one with the beauty what if you're that friend what if you're that chosen one that special one you've just got this call on your life and it's just so evident you might not be able to see it but we all can see the god all over you and, and what's going on in your life and that effect that you have on people and it's how you treat those people it's how you come across because now you're having to not only manage your own emotions but partly having to manage yourself because of how other people treat you right and so you're constantly thinking i want to do this but let me not say that because i don't want to come across constantly having to think about your effect that you're having on constantly having to tame your words and 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 how you say things and and constantly having to think about the effect that you're having and and even in this whole you know lockdown and covid season yes there has been some tough times but there has been some great times i've developed a podcast in in this season i have um, podcast world <laughs> oh my god thank you so much i'm having so much fun um i have enjoyed that i have turned my book into an audio book i have been coaching women in ministry for business just wow. so many different things have been going on. I've tried wow. some things. I did a membership and I did it for four months and I was like, we're not doing the membership no more because I wasn't. But again, it was great to try different things. And so even with that, I'm having to, when someone asks me the question of how are you doing? I'm having to tailor my response sometimes because I'm trying to see how you're doing too. And mm -hmm. actually has this been a really tough time for you? And have you lost people? Has it been a really hard season? You don't need me coming. Oh my God, it's been so good. Yeah, I opened two businesses, three businesses. And the person that lost their business, lost even their job, didn't have a business, lost their job. <laughs> so even in that, having to manage your effect on people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and there are certain places where 
I can express myself and I can show you this joy and, you know, all this great stuff that's happening. And there are times when I have to tone that down just a little mm -hmm. bit. To because you're having an effect. Yeah, yeah. You're having an effect where you can still share your story, but do it well, do it tastefully, you know, mm -hmm. understand where people are. And, you know, not everyone is at that high place. So sometimes you have to just tailor how you come across, tailor what you're saying. So you still come across with passion, but also compassion and empathy mm. for where people are. Um, so positive effects. So basically to what I'm hearing also is that in the beginning, in the first part where you were sharing about the dream and so on and so forth and having those that stand with you and those who cannot stand you in a sense, it's like they see the glory, but they don't know the story. Right. So the ones that can't stand you are the ones that, they see the glow, they, they see the end of it, but they don't know what you had to go through. Wow. For Esther, they see this, but they don't know that she was, okay, she was just one of the many women there. She had to make herself look even more, you know, appealing or appeasing to the king that would satisfy his taste. So she had a competition even there. And like you, you, you highlighted, um, had to change different, you know, you're looking at, um, what she's used to to what she's on a different chart of waters now because yeah. she's not familiar with this and joseph is just like um what's I, it's, it's a dream like why y'all upset what did you dream last night why are you dreaming about my dream i had a dream you had a dream <laughs> so and then now once you get to that place there's nothing wrong in celebrating your wins but to be conscious of how you express your celebration. So there's nothing wrong in, you know, celebrating who you are and what you've accomplished thus far, but in the area and the arena and the place setting that you're at, how you express this, how you share that story, be mindful of where the next person is. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's jump on to the other part of it now. <laughs> You know, what's, what's really amazing, even at the end of Joseph's story and for, for people to consider is at the end of Joseph's story, his dream came to pass. He yeah. ended up saving his family. Yeah. At the end of Esther's story, no matter what the girlfriends were thinking and feeling about how you left us, she ended up saving your life mm. because she risked her life to go before the king uninvited. Yeah. And yeah. so the same people that you may stand with or not can't stand that same big dream that they have may be the dream that ends up blessing and changing your life absolutely so we just we need to be careful how we treat people especially when they share their dreams yeah and yeah. and and i think too the other part too is we have to also know when to share our dreams and to who to share it with because you will have i mean let's be real you have those dream snatchers before you can even finish it, they grab it right out of your mouth. And the first thing is, oh, I don't think you could do that. Oh, no, you, there's no way you could do that. You don't have enough money. You don't have the education. You don't have the experiences. You don't, I didn't even finish telling you part B of the dream. Like, like, I only share with you the first part of the dream. I only share with you the first part of the dream. And you already telling me what I can and cannot do. Okay. All right. So I, I told you I woke up. I'm not going to tell you in the dream that I went back to sleep. It's okay. All right. Cool. All right. I got you. <laughs> you have to learn and discern. And sometimes we can almost want to sabotage ourselves. Yes. 
because you, you you had the dream and you want it but actually if I tell this person I know that they're gonna say mm. and I know that that's gonna put me off and I know that that's gonna hold me back sometimes we we know how to sabotage ourselves because there's some people you know you shouldn't be sharing nothing like that with it's hi how you doing how's the weather god bless you goodbye end of story <laughs> just why why would you do that to yourself listen i listen i'm learning that i'm telling you as we grow in this life as i'm as i'm enjoying this phase of my life i'm learning like girl oh my god did you talk too much back then what 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 was mm. If I knew then what I know now, ooh, like the moment, because things were just so, it was bubbling inside and I was just so excited about the doors of opportunities that were gonna be open and things that God was doing and everything in my life. And I would just be the one that, oh, listen, this is what happened. I'm thinking about going to school to do this and I'm thinking about it and I would just tell all my biz and they would smile and nod. And then they're the same ones that would, you know. So you're right. Just something for the you just girl, you need to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there are seasons where you just have to keep it between you and God. Yes. And in your journal. And yeah. just leave it right there and just marinate. So mm -hmm. many times you read in the Bible where Mary sees this and she just held it in her heart. Yeah. She held it in her heart. So there's a season of just just hold it. Just marinate, just leave the oven door closed. Cause if you open that door, that cake's gonna go flat and there's gonna be no keep it closed and just marinate. Just let it cook. Just let it bake from the inside. It just it's gotta cook all the way through. Mm. And there are there are safe places that will open up. Breathe and dream again. Mm. And if you're interested in the clergy brand, we are House of Ilona. That's I-L-O-N for November A, houseofilona.com. We're at House of Ilona on Instagram and we are House of Ilona Clergy on Facebook. And if you want to connect with me on Facebook, I'm Camille Daily Live. My website is CamilleDaily.com and I'm on Instagram a lot of the time and I'm at Camille Daily on Instagram and it would just be absolutely phenomenal to connect with you.